You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. You've now tuned in to the Drawing Board Podcast, a powerful, thought-provoking discussion where we talk about family, relationships, ministry, community, and career. Let's see what exciting guests we have on our show today. So again, Podcast Detroit and Facebook, we are tuned in. I always challenge the listeners. I say, if you have an idea, if you have a ministry, if you have some earth-shaking revelation that you believe needs to get out, or if you just want to have some fun and clown and turn up and everything else, uh, and you believe the world could benefit from some laughter, you know, they say laughter do good as a medicine. So yes. uh, if you think that you have a message to share with the world, a podcast is an awesome medium to get that out there. And Kate, Podcast Detroit can be found where? Everywhere. Everywhere. And uh, I always say this, uh, Podcast Detroit is Googleable. You can Google it. Uh, you can Facebook them. You Instagram them. You can uh, find them on SoundCloud and iTunes and everywhere that podcast mediums are being shared. And I've had an awesome experience here. Can you believe it, Kate? I, I started in October. And now we're in the middle of April. You grow up so fast. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm getting close to my first birthday. Look at all the things and words you've learned. I mean, I'm telling you, it's Googleable. No. You have to get a cake and balloons. Right. <laughs> but yes, I always encourage. And uh, my goal, I'll, I, I never really take the time in the beginning, but today I, today I am. My goal in starting this podcast is to provide quality information. And the Drawing Board Podcast is a powerful, thought-provoking podcast that challenges the listener to examine their life and to reimagine the possibility. And so now when I talk to you about all of the guests that come on the show, they share this quality information and or service, and I always encourage you to engage with them because they have something that is worthwhile and something that is proof positive. Any guests that I bring on the show, I've either A, sampled their product, uh, read their book, had a chance to see them living out their message in a great way. And when I bring somebody on, I want you to know unequivocally, without a doubt, without doubt or wrath or without wrath or doubting, as they say, that it is proof positive and everything that they are talking about today, I've seen evident in their life. And so today brings me great pleasure uh, to bring Chris Norwood on the show. I'm so happy to have you here today. And I'm so happy to be here today. Yeah. So the interesting thing is that we've probably met probably less than what, 10 times? I would say, yeah. Yeah, less, probably less, less than, than 10, 10 times. times. But the very first time that I met you, uh, your personality, uh, your energy, your spirit, mm -hmm. all of that is so positive and <laughs> so <you>. ever, <laughs> I, I will use this word, so effervescent, you know, and um, just encouraging. Uh, I think that you have been gifted in such a way that you're always looking to where can you inspire people the most? Amen. And, you know, whether it's through a smile, whether it's through sharing the word, whether it's actually, you know, providing a material need. So I'll pause right here before I go into her bio. So listen, <laughs> you all know how cold it was here recently, right? It was, it was freezing. Like, you know, I was like, is this, what kind of spring is this? I don't know. Michigan my spring. Yeah, my allergies <laughs> were cutting up. I saw a post uh, earlier today. I was looking and it showed a young man. He had on a coat, right? On, on one side, he had a, a short sleeve shirt on and <laughs> he had a, he had his coat on the other side. And then he had on one side, he had his pant leg rolled up and he had on some uh, slides, some Nike slides or Jordan slides. And on the other side, he had his pants leg down and had on the Timberland boot. And he said, Detroit weather got me out here feeling like this. So <laughs> that's how it's it was. appropriate. But, yeah, but it was freezing. Yes. Okay. And uh, for whatever reason, you know, sometimes things happen at the most inopportune moments. And my wife wakes up and says, Bay, I think the <laughs> furnace has gone out. And so I wake, I come out of my slumber and because we have a heater in our room. And I, I mean, I think you ever gone to like a, uh, you like your grandma's house or something like that. And the house is on literally like 108 degrees. Yes. <laughs> so I feel like my wife has our home on like 108 degrees. I couldn't tell, if it, but she knew because I guess, you know, she knew. <laughs> and shout out to my wife. Love you, babe. Um, hey. And so uh, we were going and we were getting ready to purchase um, 
some heaters. You know, we were going like, okay, until the furnace gets fixed because, you know, you set the appointment. You're doing those different things. Um, and so we're going around. And they had put up all the furnaces because of the seasons had changed. So we went to Lowe's, Home Depot, headed out to Walmart. Nobody had these heaters, right? And so because you are a coworker with my wife and you are so loving and caring and <laughs> benevolent and all of those awesome things, you say, you know what? Thank Swing you. through. You said fall through. Come come pick up the heaters. Yep. Come get them. Right. And uh, I'm just sharing that to say it is great to have family in the community because I would have literally probably had to put us up in a hotel because my wife was not going to be cold and my kids <laughs> were not going to be cold uh, in the house. And so for that on air, I want to publicly thank you. You're so welcome. And so because you are standing by proxy for uh, your DCP family, shout out Harper Woods, <laughs> DCP. Love you all. Yes. Amazing um, team. Amazing team. Um, when my wife and I just went through our recent loss of her father, my father-in-law, you all showed up big. And, I mean, you all came through. I was like, oh, look at them. They they didn't ganged up. They showed up big and showing the love of God and just, you know, appreciating that support uh, when you can literally call your uh, coworkers your work family. I think there's yes. a difference, you know, when some people are coworkers and some people are work family, you know, or, you know, and you share that time together and you impact lives together. And so for that, as you stand in by proxy, I just want to say thank you from my family to your family. You are so welcome. I appreciate it. it. Now, let's pleasure. get into it. Let's get into All right. I got all the mushy <laughs> stuff out of the way. All right. I, all right. It's but, important to show yeah, up for people. It is. I mean, I think that you have to take the time. Uh, to express gratitude. Yes. I think that gratitude increases your capacity. Uh, I think that gratitude is uh, a step of vulnerability that allows somebody else to like receive that love. Because you think about a lot of people who uh, live guarded lives, it's very difficult for them to tell somebody thank you yes. for something they've done. Because first, it must admit that you had a need mm -hmm. that someone else was able to satisfy. So I appreciate that. And I just, anytime I, I always love the story of... Um, the 10 lepers, right? Yes. And so the one who was not just healed but made whole was the one that turned around, came back to Jesus and said what? Thank you. Thank you. And so the expectation, though, which was good, Jesus was like, hey, didn't I, didn't I heal 10? Yes. Where are the other nine? And so there was an expectation there. But let's get into it. Let's get into <laughs> it. Um, okay. So Chris Norwood serves as a train organizer with Girl Trek. Yes. The largest public health nonprofit for African American women and girls in the United States. Let's give it up for Girl Trek. All whoop, right. Whoop. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> With more than 100,000 neighborhood walkers, Girl Trek encourages women to use walking as a practical first step to inspire healthy living in their families and communities. She joined the Girl Trek movement, capital M O V E, in 2012, and she has been a walking example of motivation and self-care to women in her community ever since. She serves as an educational specialist at a charter school located in Harper Woods, and she has a passion for educating children and empowering parents to serve as advocates. And she to serve as advocates. She is highly committed to servant leadership. We have to talk about that. Yes. To servant leadership in her church, career, and community. Her mission is to inspire and motivate others to live their healthiest, most fulfilled lives and to enjoy the journey. Yes. So that's Chris Norwood. That's me. Yeah. So let's talk about your journey. Um, you, we talked about Girl Trek, but before we jump into Girl Trek, uh, let's talk about you, Chris. What, what inspires you? Because when I see you, like... And I think about uh, who helps to help her, right? Yeah. And so you are always helping. You're always looking for ways to help. Uh, a servant leader uh, sometimes goes into that zone of a lot of the things they do end up being thankless jobs, right? So not a lot of sometimes. people pause. Sometimes, right? Not a lot of people pause and say thank you. Just like we probably have uh, an underappreciation for the legs of this chair because we expect, expect it to just hold us up, right? Yes. But so tell me, Chris, who inspires you? What inspires you? What gives you that that joy unspeakable that's full of glory? Okay, well, we're going to praise God because right. he does that. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> but I would say when I think about like what inspires me or what motivates me to really 
do as much as I can for people is because I understand what it's like to have people show up for me. Okay. And it's really important. Um, Maya Angelou has, she talks about a African proverb that talked about um, rainbows in our clouds. And it says, when you look like the, the sun wasn't going to shine anymore, God put a rainbow in the clouds. And I've had many rainbows in my clouds. And I don't want to mimic what uh, Mama Maya said, but what she said is true. I've had many rainbows in my cloud. I've had people who've shown up for me in ways that is unbelievable, that are unbelievable. And those are the things that motivate me. And I have to position myself so that I can be a rainbow in someone else's cloud. It's necessary for us to show up, blessed to be a blessing. And how does that look? How do I show up for you? It looks different for every person who has a need in their life who's in my space. And you do it without expectation. It, I, I don't, I'll, great, I'm gracious, gracefully, gracefully received your thank you, yes. But it wasn't necessary because I know that I blessed you and then, I'm blessed because I'm able to bless people. And so that is where it comes from. And sometimes when you get that thankless job, right, or it seems like, you know, nobody is paying attention to all of the hard work that you're doing. You know, I say all the time, it doesn't matter who gets the credit as long as God gets the glory and everything that we do, we should be to the glory of God. And so that is kind of where like the motivation comes from, you know, even on the days when you're tired, you know, it's not by power, not by might, but by my spirit, spirit said the, the Lord. And he will give us what we need in order to serve people. And that's what our primary mission here is. Like our, our rent for space on the earth is our service to others. And so it's really important that we do that and we show up for people. Now so we, have to, we have to get somebody to put that in the comments. Our <laughs> rent for space on the earth is service to others. And that's someone else's quote. It's not mine, but I know that we use it in Girl Trek when we talk about the community service walks that we do. Okay. And it, and so I don't know whose quote it is, and someone can probably put it in the comments. But, yes, that we have to do things for other people. We don't exist in a vacuum. We need each other. We um, it, it takes a village to do anything. And so we have to remember that. And oftentimes people say, you know, I'm going to do it on my own. Well, how how difficult is that? You know, many hands make light work. Why would you take on a task that would weigh you down, become cumbersome, and not as joyful? Right. When you could actually bring people in and then you come together and you partner and you identify people's strengths like, oh, she's really good at that. Or he's really good at this. And you pull people in based on their strengths. And then the the work does not become work, right? Because it's out of your passion now. And then right. the joy becomes more, the journey becomes more joyful. And so that's that's kind of why, you know, that's that's it. That's my motivation right there. That is it. Okay, well, I, I think that's awesome. <laughs> that was a mouthful. <laughs> no, it was really good, though, because there were some quotables in there or some tweetables or whatever you want to do because you said uh, you don't, it doesn't matter who gets the credit. Right. As, as long, long as, as God, God gets, gets the, the glory. glory. That's yeah. powerful. You don't have to call my name. And that, and I and I truly have and that's a part of being like humble, right? Like you have to have humility because you never know who you are blessing just by being you, by living your your best life. And so that is what I try to do. And if I can support you in any way, and I don't use the word help. Like I don't offer help. I offer support because when we support, we're supporting each other and we lift each other. And so that's that's a key piece for me. I try to make sure I'm mindful of how I express my desire to support you. Right. So words are words are very important. They're very important. Because someone it may be more palatable if somebody said, how, how can I, su- I support how you? How may I support you? Right. How may I support you as opposed to how can I help, help you? Because the, the the natural inclination for some people is I don't need your help. Your help. But how can I support you? It, and some people may say semantics, but it's not. There There is a huge piece in saying how can I support? Because I still expect you to do your to part. Hold, to do your part. How can I help you sometimes shifts shifts the burden like in the mind for a paradigm. Okay, if you jump in to help me, now the expectation is that you'll carry the load until I'm strong enough to carry the load. No, no. Support means, oh, no. You said many hands. Make light work. Make light work. So I'm interested in this because I can tell you're an organizer. <laughs> I can tell you are, and your bio says that. Can you recall, go back for me, mm-hmm. what was the very first thing? That you or event or that you ever organized. Talk to me about that. Oh, my God. Well, because I've been in education so long, I've organized many things. So what I will say is 
I'm going to pull on the one event that was the most impactful for me that okay. I organized. That, that works. Okay. Yeah. And so it was related to Girl Trek. And Girl Trek, we have our kickoff. Our season begins in the month of April and May. And so we have this amazing kickoff event where we invite women to come out and we're going to jumpstart this season. We're going to, you know, support each other. We're getting ready. We're going to walk so we can live our healthiest, most fulfilled lives. Right. And... I've made a, a event on our national website at girltrek.org and I was watching the RSVPs and they just kept rising and they just kept rising. And I was like, oh, my God. And I just every day I would check to see and it was more women. And I think the number capped off at like 175 women. Now, we are just going to Palmer Park to walk. I don't have a permit. I haven't talked to the city. And now I have 175 women who are saying they're going to show up on a Saturday morning to go for a walk so we can kick off this girl trick walking season. And I'm like, oh, my God. What? Right. Right. But, oh, my God, you can do it. And so we get there and sure enough, a hundred plus women show up to go for this walk. And it was the most amazing event. The images from the pictures were just like breathtaking. All these beautiful, strong black women out walking for the health. And then it was April. And guess what it did in Michigan? It snowed. It snowed. Wow. It snowed. <laughs> and when I tell you, it did not deter those women from coming out to walk because we were making a commitment to begin this walking season and focus on, you know, living our, our best life. Like, just get ready to go for a walk in the sisterhood of Girl Trek. So we are out there in the snow and the images are just beautiful when you see this blue against the snow and the Hundreds of women just walking along Woodward and through Palmer Park. So it was amazing. And so organizing that event, like when I, when I literally I checked the, web, the internet, the website every day, I was like, oh, my God, there's more women. There's more women. What to do? What to do? But don't worry about what to do because God will take care of it, right? Because when we commit things that we're doing to him, to him. then then it's a done deal. And so that was it. That was that event right there. I was like it, so proud of myself. I did not, it. Yeah, it sounds so exciting because— uh, when you put it out there, you put it out there by faith, like, Listen. you know, hoping and, and praying someone and believing would come. that someone will come. And so when those RSVPs start coming in, it's like, OK, yeah, we're doing it. And then when it when it starts to really swell and grow, you're like, oh, wait, we're doing it. Exactly. That is exactly how it was. I was like, oh, my God. Right. I should have put a cap. <laughs> right. But I mean, I, I think that's I think it's amazing uh, because. Uh, I was looking at let's now let's talk about Girl Trek. So, yes, you know, being one of the or actually the largest public health uh, nonprofit for African American women uh, in the nation. Yes, and so I was, of course, you know, I did my research. So I was looking at Morgan's uh, speech, you know, yeah. which is one the of, TED Talk. Well, no, I didn't look at the TED okay. Talk. Okay, but I was she was um, in the knowledge. It was her. Uh, yes, yeah. So I was looking at that, and you know, what motivated her to start it, and. Who would have thought that a a teacher from Atlanta, you know, would now have this? Am I giving her narrative correctly? Well, well actually, it is Morgan Dixon right. and it is Vanessa Garrison. They right. are the best of friends and they together co-founded Girl Trek. Okay. And the, the narrative is correct. The question that they asked themselves was, what can we do to change the tide? Because as Morgan as being an, an educator, she stood before uh, young girls and she knew that if they were to continue with the lifestyles that they were living, yes. that they would end up with diabetes. This is what the statistics say. That's right. And, you know, and Vanessa, you know, she spoke about, you know, when you lose people in your women in your family at young ages, like from preventable diseases. And so when you get sick and tired of like watching the women in your life die from preventable diseases, what can you do? And they literally said to each other, what can we do? And they said, we can go for a walk. Because we know that when black women walk, things change. And so they literally sent an email out to all of their friends and said, hey, would you take this walking challenge with us? Would you agree to walk for 30 minutes a day for five days a week for the next 10 weeks? That's right. And once they did that, people started responding and they were like, hey, yes, sure, we'll do it. And so that was literally the catalyst. That was the start of this amazing grassroots movement that is now Girl Trek with 100,000-plus women walking across the country. And so because Vanessa and Morgan, you know, their desire to see a change because they understand the importance of African-American women, not just in our community, but in our world. Like, you know, we think about that most recent election when black women actually changed the tide. And so 
But black women also bear the weight of the world on their shoulders. We carry a lot. We have, we deal with the systematic racism that is prevalent, you know, and we bear so much. We've literally borne the burden for building this country, to be totally honest. And it weighs heavy on us. And it weighs heavy on us in ways that we can't even begin to explain, you know, the trauma that we experience over our lives and the fact that you have to be a strong black woman. You know, how if you're strong all the time, then, you know, who's strong for you? Because every now and again, you need somebody to tell you it's okay. And we deal with, you know, self-image issues because, you know, black women, you know, we're told that we're not as beautiful as our sisters of another, um, you know, ethnicity or race. So let me just pause right here to all of my sisters that are listening in. You are beautiful in every way, <laughs> shape, form, or fashion. Shout out to my queen. I love her. Four foot eleven, just sin, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, skin was just kissed by the sun. Perfectly bronzed for me. Uh, just beautiful in every way, every curvature, every shape. Uh, sisters come in and in, in, in every complexion. Whether you are light complected, whether you are dark complected, whether you are tall, whether you are short, whether you are thin, whether you you have been graced with curves and, and, and in every way you are beautiful. When I look at my yeah. sisters, I, I see the strength that is resident in your melanin. Yes. Uh, I see the history Thank you. Uh, that is resident <laughs> in your melanin. And so from a black man who was raised by a strong black woman, a Marine, a social worker, an auntie, a cousin, um, you know, have became all things to whoever it is that she that that needed her to be that yep. uh I say thank you to you all and so uh where do we where would we be without you uh where would where would we be without you all taking to the streets during uh every social justice movement uh that has occurred where would we be uh where where would our children be um where would this nation be where would this world be uh had you all not taken up arms and walked and that is really what because the girl track movement is is steeped in the history of our civil rights movement and we you know we look to women like Harriet Tubman she's the matriarch of the girl track movement and you know we say all the time if she could walk for her freedom then we certainly can walk for our health and when you think about she didn't just do it for herself but when she got free when she was able to she came back. She came back. And that is what Girl Trek is really about. It is a sisterhood. Like, literally, I have a 100,000-plus sisters, some of them whose names I don't even know. But if the need was there, I promise you I could call on them to support me. And I have evidence of that. And, you know, I'll share that in a minute. But the that is what Girl Trek is really about. It's more than just walking. And we have to remember that because— Sometimes people want to pigeonhole your organization. Oh, they're a walking group. They're a fitness organization. We are not. It's much more than that because we focus on the tenets of self-care. If you you cannot feel, um, give from an empty vessel. That's so right. if I am depleted and I have no energy, how can I support you? And you need me to support you. Absolutely. And, and it's so it's necessary that so we practice self-care. We make it our total focus because the walking is part of our self-care. You can take 30 minutes out of your day for yourself because if you sat down and you actually wrote down a schedule of everything that you did for everyone else throughout the day and you can't fit 30 minutes in there for yourself to go for a nice brisk walk, get some fresh air, some vitamin D, you know, just a moment. You can walk and pray. You can walk and praise. You can walk and cry. Whatever you need to do because we yeah. have to practice that self-care. Even if it's in the snow. Even if it's in the <laughs> snow. We trek all year round. Trek all year. We do. That's that's amazing. So talk more about that. So you said it's not just a fitness organization, it's not, not just a walking club. Uh, it is a movement. It is. Uh, it is a sisterhood. Talk to me about that sisterhood uh, element of Girl Trek. One of the biggest challenges that I believe that African-American, it's, a, it's the misconception that black women cannot get along, that we can't support each other, you know, that, you know, we don't know how to interact well. And Girl Trek is just systematically breaking down that myth. It's dispelling it completely because it is a sisterhood. Women from all over the country come, we converge, we do this event and it's called a stress protest. And we go to Colorado, Estes Park, Colorado. And we literally say, 
Whatever it is that we need to do over this, I think it's Labor Day weekend, Labor Day weekend, we're going to do those things so that we can totally de-stress because black women don't have a place for that. It doesn't exist in, in, in many areas, in many communities. And so Girl Trek has said to us, okay, let's come together and we'll de-stress and we will do the things that will take, um, allow us to refuel ourselves. So when we talk about Girl Trek and we talk about the movement, and we talk about how impactful it's been. Again, I say over 100,000 women are now a part of Girl Trek in every city in the the United States. You can find a Girl Trekker. I promise you. And then it's international as well, which is amazing. Okay. And so Vanessa and Morgan and their leadership team, which is amazing, they have systematically worked to put together, we call it uh, our Harriet Handbook. And it's this handbook. And in the handbook, it literally lists a thousand different walks that you can go on because we need to be inspired. Black women need to be inspired. But there is no Superman coming for us. We have to save ourselves. And that's literally what Vanessa and Morgan have done. And the most powerful thing about the Girl Trek movement is we use the story of the women in the movement to tell the story of the movement. Okay. Sometimes people get so caught up in what their movement is that they forget that it's their, their people involved. The people. Right. But Vanessa and Morgan are very cognizant. Like they know the stories of the women who are a part of the movement. Like they know about their grandchildren graduating or someone getting that degree that they worked hard for. They have, we have Facebook pages for the different cities that are part of Girl Trek and they, they're, they're, involved in it. So it's more than just an organization for them. It's their life's work. And it's so impactful because they're real people and they're doing the work for themselves. They're walking every day. They're practicing self-care. They're making sure that their journey is visible. And so one of the things that Girl Trek has us do is like you tell your story. And when you tell your story, that's how you're able to draw people in to understand. I'm not just trying to get you to go for a walk. I'm telling you that Girl Trek saved my life. Like, I'm telling you that Girl Trek helped me to find my voice, to be able to say, these are my people and this is what I need to do. You know how you have to kind of find your tribe so you, you can know? Absolutely. So you can know who you're going to sure up and they're going to sure you up as well. That's right. And so, and that's why it's so powerful because Literally, if you Google Girl Trek, the images will come up of beautiful, strong black women who are living their best life. But not just that. It's impactful in the fact that health changes are, are taking place. Women talking about how they're off their blood pressure medication, how you know, the diabetes has just literally almost reversed itself and how you know they had heart disease. But now that's no longer an issue with them. And you know, I was battling depression, but because now I'm practicing this healthy lifestyle, the depression is not as great, you know. And so those are the testimonies. Those stories fuel Girl Trek. And so that is why I'm so inspired. That's why I love this movement. When when I found Girl Trek, and I'm going to say I found it, God was so good and gracious that he blessed me to be able to, to become a part of this movement. I was teaching uh, fifth grade. Okay. And I noticed my little girls, they look little muffin tops and everybody wants to eat hot Cheetos for breakfast in the morning. And someone shared this walking challenge with me in 2012 in April. Okay. And they said, you know, you might be interested in this. And I was like, okay. So I rounded up my girls because I really didn't even know what Girl Trek was about. I saw the word girl. I'm like, okay, girls, let's go Trek. So right? we in here. Girls run the world, right? Right. <laughs> and so I literally, after school, started a program after school. We were Girl Trek trekking on the track right outside of our elementary school. And my dear friend, her name is um, Mama Maya Lisa Reynolds. She was my uh, assistant principal at the time, and she... She's out there trekking with me, too. And so it's Mama Maya and it's the girls, and we're walking every day in the snow because, you know, it's liable to snow in Michigan at any, at any time. And we're walking, and then the mother started joining us. And then I began to study more about what Girl Trek was really about. And that's when I discovered, oh, okay, it says Girl Trek, but it's really about empowering black women, not just empowering them to go for a walk, but empowering them to become uh, grassroots organizers right in their own community. Because, again, you know, when black women walk, 
We know things change. But how about you get black women walking their community and, and we're reducing crime? Not because we're out there like crime fighters, but because we're more visible. More visible. And we're saying, good morning. How you doing? And so those are some of the, the foundational pieces for Girl Trek. And that's how I became involved with it. And so I'm walking these girls and, you know, we're walking with these girls. And our team was girls walking with purpose because you always have to do everything with purpose. Everything with purpose. And and so we're walking, and it's just amazing. And I began to to learn about this Girl Trek community as it was blossoming and as it was growing. I'm so blessed to have been there from the early stages. I'm what they call an OG Trekker, and okay. I say it with pride, You're right? OG Trekker. I'm an OG Trekker because we were back when— when when they were figuring things out. And we're still figuring things out, you know, and things change. But to see the growth— to to know that we set this amazing goal of having one million one women million. walking, right? That's right? And we're so close to getting there. And it just really takes me telling my story, someone else telling their story, inviting a friend to go for a walk, and holding on to the fact that sisterhood is what binds us together. It I cannot express enough how important the sisterhood of Girl Trek is. The communities, when you look on our Facebook page, the motivational, you know, posts, you know, just someone saying, you know, I feel so much better today. Right. I went for a walk and that will inspire someone else to get up and go for a walk. And it is so necessary. Girl Trek is necessary. And I'm so glad that it's here. I'm talking too much. <laughs> no, I, I mean, my goodness. That's, no, that's what happens when you tell your story. And that's why I was just sitting back because there was so much wealth in what you were sharing. Uh, you said a couple of things. You said you have to make your journey visible. You do. Uh, you talk about we always talk about taking back the neighborhoods and doing different things like that. But one thing about it is uh, a lot of times we're not visible in our neighborhoods and everybody's schedule is is packed to the tilt. Everybody's just, you know, going to work. By the time they get home, it's late time to prepare dinner and they're not in their communities. And then on Saturdays, they get in the car and they go to a different community. But uh, but superhero Saturday. Come on let's, now, let's talk about it. <laughs> Let me see that superhero blue you got on. Look at that. All right, superhero blue. Uh, and this can, if I wanted to, well, I couldn't. But if you know, some sisters wanted to get together and join you, uh, how would they do that? Thank you. That is an amazing question. So, if a sister wanted to join a, a girl trek walk, the first thing I would suggest she does, if she's in the Metro Detroit area, is go to Facebook and. Uh, search for Girl Trek Detroit, which is our Girl Trek uh, Facebook page, and join our page. It's okay. a closed page because we want to make sure that when we post where we're walking, we're safe. Safety and first. when we're sharing our stories, that it's in a safe space so that there's no issues about people feeling, you know, vulnerable or, you know, exposing themselves to too much. And so join our Facebook page. And then the second thing I would say is go to girltrek.org. Join. Just Give them your email information. And the thing that I really like, I love many things about Girl Trek, so I'll say that many times. Okay. But they don't inundate you with emails. They're not trying to overwhelm you. They're not trying to sell you anything. Everything related to Girl Trek is free. We can buy our shirts, yes. But go to girltrek.org and sign up. Become a part of this amazing movement. And you'll get two, two or three emails a week at the most. And it's just motivation to like, let's get moving. And it shares the images of the women who are a part of the movement. They're actual stories. There's nothing that is made up about Girl Trek because they literally pull right from social media the posts of these beautiful black women with their sweaty faces or them doing joy jumps which is one of our uh, signature uh, celebrations and they post it and they tell the stories of these women so go to girltrek.org join the movement and then look on our national map so we have a map and if you just put in your zip code or your city women who are hosting walks all across the metro Detroit area or across the country they post those walks there and then you're able to come out and join them for any type of event that they happen to be hosting and that is that is just that simple Go to girltrek.org, sign up. And if you don't want to walk with someone, if you want to walk in your neighborhood and be a solo trekker, so the lifeblood of Girl Trek is solo trekkers. The mm-hmm. woman who says, you know what? 
I'm about to lace up my sneakers, okay. put on my superhero blue shirt, and I'm going for a walk because I'm going to take the time to practice the self-care that I need so that I'm able to take care of my family or to go to my job and give 110%, which is exactly what we do, right? right? And so that is how you would become a part of Girl Trek. Just just that simple. Well, I think that's I think that's amazing. And so here's my challenge or my call to action for the drawing board nation. All of my sisters that are listening listening in, what is 30 minutes in in the total of your day as it relates to taking care of yourself? Uh they say what? An ounce of prevention is worth more than a pound of care. And all of us can say uh in the African American uh, culture, we know someone that has diabetes. We do. Uh, we know someone who could benefit. And right now, I'm telling you, my encouragement to you is to go to girltrek.org right now. Go to the Facebook page, Girl Trek Detroit. Yes. Girl Trek Detroit. Make sure you join my brothers that are listening uh, for the women you have in your life. Uh, one of the things that Chris said is that uh, we need their support. It's not just that we would like their support. No, we need their support. Every black man that I know has been nourished uh, from the heart, from the effort, from the hard work of a black woman. So don't ask her, can you help her? Why don't you just show up and give her your support? Uh, if you're listening in, make sure you share this information. Share it on your page. Share it with your wife. Share it with your aunties, your nieces. Now, one of the things that I had a question about was... Yes. Uh, I'm hearing how you impacted those fifth grade girls. Now, I want to know, I, I want you to take me to that track. I want you to take me to those conversations that happened afterwards, the relationships that were built, the things you learned about your scholars uh, just from creating that act, after school activity. Talk to me about that, because I can see a fifth grade teacher, sixth grade teacher, a third grade teacher that may have some young ladies. And we know at this point, uh, a lot of our young ladies um, are above the the a healthy, healthy weight, a healthy weight. Yeah, above the healthy weight, and uh, you know we keep saying they're going to grow out of it. You know when they get older, and uh, uh, I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but for the most part, uh, no, that does not happen. Um, so. What like take me to that time? So you're in the classroom. So I do want to say this. You're exactly right about the the, the unhealthy body weight. Eighty two percent of us African American women are actually at an unhealthy body weight. And so you're exactly right. So we have to stand as healthy role models for our girls. So when you say the conversations that begin to take place, because I stood as a healthy role model, because the conversations I had with them were about make better choices about what it is that you eat. You know, make sure that you're taking care to drink lots of water. They're, they began to mirror my conversations. And that was, I think that was the most impactful thing for me with Girls Walking With Purpose as my, as my Girl Trek team, is that I could see them beginning to change their thought patterns if we can get them when they're young then you don't have to deal with getting rid of diabetes now you don't have to manage that heart disease that you've acquired because you've been making healthy choices all along and that's why it's so impactful for women to make the change because you know the minute mrs ebron starts eating different in that house Everybody else Everybody is going to start eating different. Let me tell you, I think we've been eating <laughs> baked this, baked that, and, you know, uh, but, I mean, it's amazing. So, she, I know she joined your team. Yeah, and just showed me the picture did. she did. So, that's cool. Uh, very, very great. And when she commits to something, you know, right, so I, I already know she's going to be lacing them up and all of those things. So, that's so exciting. But it's true. Because so goes the woman in the house. Really, so goes the house. Whatever exactly it is that right. uh, we're eating, or we're eating better, we're eating more healthy. You know, I might get back down to my track weight, you know, when I was uh, running track. No, <laughs> I don't want to get that skinny ever again. I was, uh, I think at that time, I may have been 175 pounds soaking wet. Wow. Cut, it was college weight. Okay. Though. It was college. Yeah, I'm was, seeing. Yeah, it was, a, it was a little skinny, brother. You know, you feel in. I've get seen your, the pictures. Yeah, get, you get the man weight, you know, and. You fell out. So, no. But, I mean, it's true. And uh, we have choices to make. We do. And so we didn't. One thing that's true is that we didn't get this size. Uh, where, wherever we are, we didn't get there overnight. Right. And so uh, we cannot walk for one week and think, oh, we should be down to where we were. Nor should we be intimidated uh, by the pictures we hold up. But we should be inspired and we should receive that support. Now, you said 
the challenge is for 10 weeks. Yes. 30 minutes per day. Yes. Five days a week. Five days a week. Oh, that Listen, that's that's doable. It's very doable. And that's the the practical solution, right? Because you may not be able to afford a gym membership and you may not be able, you may not feel comfortable going and doing Bikram yoga, right? But you can go for a walk. You and can come to my house. The, <laughs> the, the temperatures of the house for Bikram yoga, we probably have it at our You're house. You're going to leave Let me tell you, alone. you can do Bikram yoga right in my front room. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> You better leave me right, right alone. No, but but saying. no, but that that's the thing, right? So sometimes we're intimidated by the setting of the because we're not losing weight is a benefit, but it's not the total piece to what Girl Trek is about. Because you can be thin and be unhealthy. And be unhealthy. So it's not so much about weight loss. We're not focusing on weight loss. That is the benefit of the movement. But the movement helps you mind, body, and soul. When we, our bodies are made to move. And that is why it's so important for us to actually remember that because we sit at desk all day long, you know. I really sit at a desk, but sometimes we sit at a desk all day long and women, we, we wear so much, bear so much tension in our shoulders and our hips. And so you just need to get up and you need to move, move. and you need to be able to say, you know what, I'm going to not do that. We have to know how to, you know, turn things off and walk away from things, identify what is important for you to give your energy to. Where am I going to extend my energy? Because you only have so much. That's true. And so you have to put it into areas where it's going to actually be um, given back to you, reciprocity. So if I'm if I put my energy into walking, I'm going to feel much better after I walk. I'm going to feel more energetic. Now I can do something else at home versus coming home and sitting on the couch, falling asleep and waking up at 10 o'clock because now it's time to go to bed. Absolutely. So because I I feel like sometimes, uh, particularly my sisters, I see they give the world the best. Yep. Give their family the rest, mm-hmm. and then they have nothing, nothing left, left for themselves. And again, like I said, you cannot you cannot give from an empty vessel. If I have nothing, I can't support you. And w- I, I was listening to a preacher, and I don't remember who it was, but she said, liken your life to or your ability to support people to a teacup sitting in a saucer. And she said, we should be able to give from our abundance. So when your teacup overflows, you should be able to give from your abundance the saucer. Because you don't ever want your resources to be totally depleted. And, I, and I've and i always remembered that. I was like, so you got to make sure you fill yourself up. And then I'm going to give from my abundance, which will not make me. Because t- you know when you supporting somebody and you like, I'm tired of this person. Absolutely. Relationships shift. Because shift. you're like, every time I see you, like an energy drain. You're just sucking the life out of me. Yeah. But that's not because that person was really sucking the life out of you. It was because you weren't replenishing yourself enough to be able to give from your abundance. And so I love that's, that. yeah. that's why we have to be able to, like, you know, take the time to do what's necessary for us. And that is what Girl Trek admonishes us to do at all times. I, I wanted to share something. I pulled it up because Van- Morgan, who actually is in Africa right now, and she posted uh, on the first day of our walking challenge, the most amazing, inspirational, get your life together. It's time for us to walk. Okay. Girl Trek Nation. And she said, walk yourself to wholeness, to precision, to fulfillment and joy. Slow down and the revolution of your life will reveal itself. I know it's true because, honey, God will show up in your life in ways that even you will marvel at. And I held on to that because, like, that is so amazing. It's so inspiring because, like I said, it's more than going for a walk. It's about an African-American woman who may not feel worthy, who may not feel like she's enough. No matter how many degrees you have, there's always going to be someone who tries to make you feel less than. Mm -hmm. And that's the important part. That's why when we look to... Like I said, the matriarchs in the movement, we look to Fannie Lou Hamer. Like, come on, I'm sick and tired of being sick, sick and, tired, and tired, right? Right. And so, and you, you, Ella Baker, the the people who pushed and moved the the world so that we could be where we are right now, and we have to emulate what they did. But the only thing that they were missing was that self care. You can look at it. You can black women. We wear our trauma on our bodies. You know when the, when you insist the weight and and you, you you my knee hurts and this hurts and so 
I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia uh, a couple of years ago. And so we know that from what I've learned from the doctors is that fibromyalgia, they don't even know what causes it. Right. But they know that it's stress related. And so how do you combat chronic disease? Because there's a lot of women who deal with chronic disease. That's right. And the thing about fibromyalgia is you have to move to not hurt, but it hurts to move. So what is your option? You get up and you move. And that's sometimes, mine is fibromyalgia, but what if it's your depression? But you got to get up and you got to move. Because when you move, uh, Sarah Jakes Roberts said, she said, if you push, God will pull. Uh-huh. And that's the getting up. That's the moving. That's us doing what, doing our part, me sure. going for a walk. And God is going to meet me on that walk, and we're going to have a conversation. And when I'm done, I'm going to come back, not just feeling restored from a walk, but feeling filled because I had opportunity to, like, you know, to get closer to God. And so it's really important. And, and that's what Girl Trek is all about. And, you know, we don't quote a lot of statistics. We have, we know the statistics. Vanessa and Morgan, in their amazing TED Talk, shared the statistics. But we also know that the most impactful way to bring someone in, to draw them in, is by showing them what God has done for me. And so it is a movement in pictures. It is a movement of stories. We have an amazing sister. Her name is Veronica Very, and she has an organization, um, Wonder of Woman. And she her her hash her hashtag is my story is a wonder, and so for the last ten or so months, Girl Trek uh, National has been going around the country having these teach-ins, and so they invite black women from each city to come to learn about the Girl Trek movement, but to be inspired to take back their own health and healing, and. There are women who have come and they've shared these amazing testimonies about how they've overcome challenging situations in their lives. And that is what draws us in. That is what brings us closer together. Because so often we feel like we exist on a vacuum, like I'm the only one dealing with this. No one else knows. And we isolate ourselves. Isolation is killing more people than heart disease. If you're lonely. That's right. If you're lonely, if you have no one to reach out to and Girl Trek combats that. Because literally, like I said, all I have to do is log on to that Girl Trek Facebook page and say, I'm struggling. I need to go for a walk. I'd have 25 women in less than 10 minutes saying, where do you want me to meet you at? That's the sisterhood. That's the showing up for each other. That's That's so important. And that is what Girl Trek does. We show up for each other every single day, even if it's just a like on the fact that, hey, I went for a walk today or it's you're so amazing. Oh, my God, you're beautiful. You need to hear people tell you that. I know we supposed to walk past the mirror and say I'm cute, but you yeah. also need yeah. to hear somebody else. T- I need you to pour into me so that when I am weak, when I need to be replenished, you know, I can have that. And like Morgan's message to us on on uh, Monday, the first day of our our, you know, our walking season, this challenge, like that was it. Like just do. God's going to show up. All you have to do is do your part. And so I'm so inspired by it. And I and I'm and I talk a lot about it because well, I'm no, so I mean, passionate yeah, about good. it. I love the passion. It, yeah. Because it's changed my life. And when I say that, it's not just changed my life in the fact that, you know, I'm I'm thriving with a chronic disease that has some people crippled to the point where they can't even work. That's right. Some people you look at me and you wouldn't say, oh, she's not well. But I can tell you right now, there's pain in my body right now. But the devil is a lie. I keep rebuking it because I'm going to keep moving. That's it. And I'm inspired by this movement, which says to me, Chris, you can do it. Just keep moving. And so. So, yes, there's that health piece, right, that they've inspired me with. But then they've also said. What would you do that you've never done before? Do that thing in your life because we're enjoying the journey, right? We're we're not, we don't want to just get to, to be 60, 70, 80 years old and say we've never had any experiences. And so one of the things that I love about Girl Trek is that they push you to, to, to do something different. And so I'll share with you, if I can, there, um, when I first joined Girl Trek, I had my girls, and an opportunity came up. They had what they called a Girl Trek Trailblazer fellowship. And so I applied to be a trailblazer. So this trailblazer, it was a competitive fellowship and you had to choose if you were selected a health fitness adventure. Money is not an expense. You know, I mean a concern. You can do whatever you want in the world. What would you do? Right. That's what they asked us. And, and, and so say? 
Well, I said, I don't know what I said at the time. I know I didn't get chosen, right? Okay. I was not chosen. And so I was really feeling some kind of way. I was like, wait a minute, I'm amazing. Why right. didn't they pick I'm a, me? I'm a trailblazer. Right? I, why right. didn't they pick me, right? <laughs> but they didn't. And so they created this Facebook page and it was to follow the journeys of these women because they were actually blogging their journey to whatever their health fitness adventure was. And one of the ladies was injured, you know, and when she became injured, she couldn't complete her health fitness adventure. And I received a phone call. I will never forget this. Like it makes me tear up. Right. I received an email. Hey, can we talk to you? It's Vanessa Morgan. Like these women from this amazing organization are just like, hey, can we talk to you? Accessible accessible is not the word for what they are. When I tell you, they'll send you a text message and say, I love you. Like that is it. Right. They never forget the people are part of what, of the The movement. movement. That's it. So long story short, I get this email and they're like, can we talk to you? I say, yes. And I get on the phone with them. I had to step out of a PD and they're like, um, she's injured. Can you do it? Long story short, I ended up going to Prince William Sound, Alaska for 12 days in the wilderness, leave no trace camping, and I went sea kayaking. I didn't even know what a kayak was when Morgan asked me. I was too embarrassed to tell her I didn't know. I was Googling it where she was was like, yeah, I'm coming. I'm kayaking. I I got a kayak. But (laughs) that adventure, that her, Morgan, and Vanessa believing enough in me to say, you should be here. You should be you should be here, right? Right. That was amazing. And so when I came back from that experience, I was the only African American woman in the whole in the whole it was through the National Outdoor Leadership School. And I was the only African American woman there. I had to train to get there. And I had amazing trainers, you know, who helped me to get where I needed to be. And I went and I was there. We we kayaked over a hundred and two nautical miles in twelve days. Wow. And it was the most amazing experience ever. And so that's what Girl Trek does. It pushes you out of the box. Don't just sit down and think about your norm. Because of Girl Trek, I've had the opportunity to go climb the Rocky Mountains. Like, I'm, they have the most ugly picture of me in the world. Crying because of all the majesty that I'm standing in around these the, the Rocky Mountains. And Girl Trek did that for me. And it's done it for so many other women as well. So that's why the movement is so important. And that's why it's so impactful. Awesome. Changes so, lives. Listen, changes lives. So with the time we have left, <laughs> I want you to tell them again where they can, A, find you. Hmm. All right? Yes. And then, B, uh, how to join the movement. Okay. So you can find me. I am just Chrysanthi Norwood, and I'm tagged oh, in this wait, video. Oh, wait, wait. No, no. You are not just. No, when you so people use these extra names on Facebook. Right. I used my name, Chrysanthi Norwood, and you can find me right there. Go to girltrek.org to join the movement. Sign up. Again, there's never any cost except if you want to buy a T-shirt. That's totally on you. But join the Girl Trek movement. Put your name down. Be a part of the number. And go to Girl Trek Facebook, uh, Facebook Girl Trek Detroit, and join us. You can follow us on Instagram at Girl Trek and also on Twitter. Just Join the conversation. If you're not sure you want to go for a walk yet, just peek in and see what we're doing. I promise you, you'll be inspired. Awesome. So for those who know, the Drawing Board Conference uh, will be June 22nd, 2019 at King High School Auditorium, 1030 to 1230. You can go to Eventbrite right now. Search the Drawing Board Experience. Chris will be there. I will be uh, there. More information about Girl Trek will be available. Yes. And uh, what I want you to understand as I close out every time, your future is not behind you. It is not before you. It is within you. And I'm Andre Ebron here with Chris Norwood telling you to enjoy the journey.